Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah, and thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you again. In this podcast, I will be sharing on the Torah portion, Ekev, translated consequence. And I'm going to be sharing specifically on how we drift from God and even forget about Him when we neglect to keep His commandments. And those commandments include entering into His kingdom by faith in his Messiah. That's one of the central core features of the Torah, preparing us for the coming of the kingdom of God and his Messiah. That's a very important aspect of his commandments, his ways. Now, keep in mind that this is a midrash and is not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. Now, the Torah passage that I'm going to look at is Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 11 through 20. I'll be reading from the JPS translation of the Tanakh. So let's begin. We'll work our way down through this passage. It says here, God, God speaking through Moses. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God and fail to keep his commandments, his rules, his laws, which I enjoin upon you today. Now, this implies that that's verse number 11. This implies that when we forget about God, we will then forget to keep his commandments. But a closer look at the Hebrew yields something different. The JPS Torah commentary on Deuteronomy, edited by Tige, states that the Hebrew here literally means take care lest you, quote, forget the Lord by failing to keep his commandments, unquote. Did you catch that? By failing to keep his commandments. How do we forget God? By failing to keep his commandments. So, so it reads a little bit differently. It says that when you fail to keep his command, commandments, it leads to forgetting about God, not vice versa. And, and I think that's really insightful when you think about it. In fact, many Christian translations bring this out. Let me give you one Christian translation. This is the New American Standard Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his ordinances, and his statutes, which I'm commanding you today. So again, we have this idea that when we forget to walk in his commandments, it leads to forgetting about him. That, that's, that's a remarkable take on this passage. In other words, when we're careful to keep God's ways, the keeping of them constantly reminds us of him who has saved us and called us to be his people. The act of doing, specifically his commandments, 
is the very dynamic that causes us to remember and love him who has delivered us from our own personal dark Egypts of sin and shame. Now it goes on to say in verses 12 and 13, when you have eaten your fill and have built fine houses to live in and your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold have increased and everything you own has prospered. That, that, that is amazing when you think about it. What God is promising here is that when you keep my ways, not only have you remembered me, but I will remember you and I will remember you in that I will bless you beyond your wildest dreams. So remembering and loving God as we attend to his ways always brings his untold godly peace and prosperity. I can say that my life, I gave, I gave my life to the Messiah uh, many decades ago. And I can tell you that what he has done in my life is truly uh, remarkable in every way. And, and the amount of peace and happiness and the abundance of all things, spiritual and physical in my life has overwhelmed me, overtaken me. It's just been amazing in every way. But the admonition here goes on in verse 14. Beware, beware of this, of the blessings of God, the, the prosperity that comes uh, in his blessings. Beware lest your heart grow haughty and you forget the Lord your God who freed you, who freed you from the land of Egypt, the house of bondage, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness with its seraph serpents and scorpions, a parched land with no water in it, who brought forth water for you from the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers had never known in order to test you by hardships only to benefit you in the end and say to yourselves, my own power and the might of my own hand have won this wealth for me. Again, pride leads to forgetting about how God is the one who brought all of this blessing into our lives to thinking that we ourselves have acquired it by our own power, our own abilities, or intellectual prowess. When we fall into this, the blessings dry up. The curses of mishap, misfortune, and misery come to take their place. We have a, a tremendous responsibility when the blessings of God overtake our lives to not become passive or arrogant, and to think that we've brought that, but to remind ourselves over and over and over, this is the Lord. This is his grace, his mercy towards us. Verse 18, remember that it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to get wealth in fulfillment of the covenant that he made an oath with your fathers as is still is the case, as is still the case. In other words, God gives us the potential, the vigor, the abilities, and the wisdom to get and build wealth. It is counterintuitive to the world's way, but it produces and multiplies blessings. The wealth obtained by worldly ways always brings heartache and grows wings and flies away. I think of the billionaire today um, who has just committed suicide, uh, Epstein, who he was a billionaire. I mean, he just had what, what according to the world standards, was true wealth. And yet in the end, he had no blessings. In the end, all of that is lost. In the end, there's nothing but shame and misery and death. But the blessings of God bring life and life abundant.
Verse 19, if you do not, or I'm sorry, if you do forget the Lord your God and follow other gods to serve them or bow down to them, I warn you this day that you shall certainly perish. In other words, forget God and the devourer will come and consume your life. And in the end, you will have nothing. Verse 20, like the nations that the Lord will cause to perish before you, so shall you perish because you did not heed the Lord your God. That's interesting, uh, this phrase, heed the Lord your God. You did not listen. You did not obey the Lord your God. Moses said there's another one coming after him, another one like him. And he says, and, and, and you need to listen to him. And this in reference, of course, is to the Messiah, that the Messiah is going to be greater than Moses. And that when the Messiah comes, we're to pay attention to him. We're to listen to him. We're to heed him. He is from the Lord. And you know, he showed up 2000 years ago, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the son of God, he showed up and he did the works of God. And they even asked him, what is the will of God? They wanted to do the will of God. And Jesus said, this is the will of God. This actually, this is the works of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. Yeah, that's one of the commandments of God to embrace the Messiah. Jesus says, you need to embrace me as the Messiah. I have come from God. Listen to me. This is a part of this commandment to to walk in the ways of God. We need to embrace the Messiah as the Messiah, Jesus as the Messiah and listen to him. And in doing so, we will remember God and we will be blessed. Now, Israel, she rejected as a nation she rejected Jesus as the Messiah and she perished for almost 2000 years. She was just like scattered to the nations. And she, she only recently emerged in 1948. And even, even till this very day, she still faces incredible existential challenges. It's, it's, it's overwhelming at times, uh, in terms of her own ability to continue to exist. She has the whole world against her. But I believe that when she remembers her God and embraces Jesus as the Messiah, then and only then will she be exalted over all the nations and experience unprecedented power, wealth, health, and happiness. And I believe that day will come. It is coming. Uh, this whole thing is unfolding for us today. It's so exciting. But in conclusion and application, let me just uh, restate some things. Loving God and keeping his commandments include, above all other things, that we turn away from our sins and turn in faith to his son, Yeshua, the Messiah. Putting our trust and hope in Yeshua, the Lamb of God slain to atone for the sin of the world, will result in our salvation opening the doors of our lives to God's abundant blessings, peace, prosperity, and happiness. Won't you pray with me this prayer and be saved? Pray with me. Just say these words after me. May, may these words be deep in your heart. And as you, as you repeat after me, may they come by faith to pass. Father, I have turned away from you in your ways. I have lived on my own terms, which is the very definition of sin. I am sorry. I repent. I put my trust in your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, and in his death on the cross as an atonement for my sins. 
in his name, forgive me of my sins, save me, come into my heart and soul and cause me to be born again. I choose you and I choose the good and I choose life, life everlasting, indestructible and forever beautiful. Save me, O Lord, my God, in Yeshua's name, I pray. Amen. Now, if you've prayed this prayer, go and tell someone. Share with them what you've just done. Share that joy of your commitment to the Messiah with those around you. And be sure to write us at info at graftedin.com. That's info at graftedin.com. We would love to hear about your born again experience. Well, that concludes our program for this week. And a special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us. Give financially and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. And if you have time, check out all of our social media at graftedin.com. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua, the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www dot grafted in that's g-r-a-f-t-e-d-i-n dot com god bless you and shalom